Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast, a division of the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette and Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. New Westminster, or fan. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts. Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Chismenko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Woo! <laughs> What's going on? Marcus is hosting. Woohoo! Welcome back to episode 113? 12. <laughs> No, 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 it's 113. 113. It's 113. It's 113. 113 of the Vancouver Boys podcast. I am your host this week and also very good at counting, Marcus Keller. Joined, as always, by my fantastic co-hosts, Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? And Alex Smith. Hey. Don't take my thing. That is Jake's Does he have a thing? I don't have a Uh, thing He usually goes, he usually does this. He goes, hello, hello. (laughs) <laughs> that's oh, like the quietest yeah, that's a pretty good one actually yeah that's hello, hello. yeah it's, it's something <laughs> yeah. like that he, he yeah because he goes from like leaning back like he'll be at the wall and then yeah. he'll lean into his mic and be like hello hello yeah oh i guess the whole day okay well that, that's right. a disturbing Thanks image for that visual too yeah. uh, a lot of canucks news this week mm-hmm. a lot of nhl news a lot of yep. alex galchenyuk something or other we'll get to that later Eric sports Branson. sports Things are happening, and Erica we're going to tell Branson you. Branson is in the news. Erica Branson is in the news. No, but he comes up a lot for some reason. <laughs> Major prank. <laughs> you, you got me. Prank. You got me. Um. Anyway. Uh. But first things first. We do have to do our fun little yeah, segment that everyone obligated loves. to do. Of course, Alex's uh, uh, gambling corner. Gambling corner. Alex's, Alex's gambling, gambling corner. corner. Chiching. It's Alex's Gambling Corner. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Light the lamp with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm going to tell you where to win money this weekend. We're going to go to the UFC for the first one. Oh, where Tom Aspinall. Oh, yeah. Is uh, fighting Marcin Tybura. Tom Aspinall is a huge. Uh, what's what's the term? <laughs> what's, the huge. Opposite, what's the opposite of an underdog? Un- Favorite. Uh, favorite. Yeah, oh, yeah. Favorite. Oh, I was going to say overdog, and I was like, that's not that's right. a, That ain't it. Uh, that is an Alex Smith special. Yeah, the he's overdog. A, he's a huge favorite, but we're going to take him. So just throw a decent amount of money on him, and hopefully you should win. What's the money line on that? Uh, he is 
1.22. Nah, that's not good enough. Take the underdog. Yeah, he is 4.60. So 100 bucks wins you 460 bucks. I <laughs> Okay. Uh, then we're going to go to golf because you guys missed golf last year. Dude, or last no week. one's betting on golf. Uh, everybody is because it's the British Open this weekend. Oh, this one doesn't have a stupid name like the... Well, technically, it's just called the no. Open. The Open. It's actually in Ohio. It's just called the British <laughs> Open. <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, it is the Open Championship. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Who are you guys thinking? Um, I um, gotta go with my boy Tiger. So Tiger's not playing in it. <laughs> Marcus, who you got? Yeah, I'm like in uh, uh, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Phil would win you a lot of money. I don't even know where he Damn is it. on this. <laughs> you know what? I changed my mind. I'm going with Charlie Day. Phil Mickelson, you bet. No, Charlie. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I want to hear Alex's. You bet $1. You win $226. Oh, hit that all day long. <laughs> on Phil Mickelson? On Phil Mickelson. Mm-hmm. What's, they, the, what's the guy from Australia's name? There's a lot of guys. Is it Charlie Australia. Day? I know Charlie Day is the actor from uh, Sunny and Phil. Are you thinking of Sean Day? Uh, Jason Day. Jason Day. That's yeah. his name. Ah. We're not betting on him either. We're going Cameron Smith. Your cousin. Another Australian, <laughs> I believe. 17 to 1 odds. Be a pretty penny. He's been playing really good. Uh, and I think he's going to pull through and win the Open Championship. You were right about that last one. The um, Yeah, the Ricky Fowler, the one that went it, up the week late, so it didn't even count. Yeah, we, did, we didn't air it. Yeah, I cut it out of the episode completely. So no oh, you ever, cut it out? Yeah, well, because oh, I was, it was betting yeah, advice yeah, yeah, on yeah, stuff yeah, that had yeah, already yeah. happened, so I had yeah. to. So the one time I hit, it's not even there. Yeah, you yeah. should bet on the guy who won. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to cover one more sport, because how are we not going to talk about the Lions? The BC Lions? The BC Lions are playing this Saturday. Yes, they are. They're playing the Rough Riders. Ooh, that's a good game. It's always a good game when they play. I can't think of anything I'd rather do this Saturday. Well, there's nothing else you can think about because <laughs> yeah, right. PC's playing the Saskatchewan. Exactly. Okay. Uh, major favorites. So we're going to take the spread on them at minus 10. Oh. What, what? All right, explain to me again. What does that mean? So the spread is the Lions have to beat them by more than 10 points. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. But they're going to absolutely destroy them. I think so, too. So take the BC Lions. Okay. Have you seen that uh, Nathan Rourke's brother looks exactly like him? No, but I've seen Connor McDavid's brother looks a lot like Connor McDavid. Oh, yeah. Weird how that happens, eh? Yeah. Funny how genetics <laughs> yeah. do Chromosomes. their things. <laughs> Alex Can I get you some? One. I got an extra one. Body. Um. Anyway, <laughs> can we talk about Canucks? Because it's yeah. the middle of July. Like, what do you want to talk? Oh, about? we got some things to talk about. All right. Um. First of all, let's get into this. Kevin Bieksa last week was heavily rumored to be leaving the Hockey Night in Canada panel, and not by choice. Oh. Whoa, Alex! Whatever oh, you just man. did. Never again. That was dramatic. That was a button, actually. That was not a button. You. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. We need to get rid of that button. <laughs> we don't have we, a lot to talk about we, this week. No, no. Hey, it's hey, the hey. middle of July. Yeah. Like, what do you, what, what I, did you come to a hockey podcast in July for? That's the real question. I, just wanna, what do you think we're going to talk. talk about? They just want to hear us talk. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Anything non-hockey related you want to talk about? I'm kidding. That was a joke. Don't. Marcus don't. is wearing long socks. Jake's wearing short socks. And I'm wearing no socks. Dogs are out. Uh, Tyler's gonna come in here wearing like a onesie. He's gonna be wearing soccer socks. 
Yeah. No, stilts is a more Tyler thing to just come in here. No explanation. Just eight feet tall. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Kevin Bieksa, which is Canucks news. It's not. It, it, it almost really was. really not. Because here's when, the thing. Okay, wait, wait. When was the last time Kevin Bieksa played a game for the Vancouver Canucks? Ooh, 2017. No, he's traded to... Oh, no, he left for Anaheim. Yeah, I think he went in t- after the 2016 season, yeah, I think. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, 2016-17, I think, was his last season with Vancouver. And I, if I remember correctly, he was traded in the offseason. Yeah, 2013 is way too early. Yeah, I no, because he, he played in the 2015 playoff series against Calgary. Okay. Yeah, he played with Horvat. Yeah, he did. And I think I think it was he played one more season with us, I think. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, a, a legend for the Vancouver Canucks. Like, he, this is a guy nope. that, like, what do you mean No. He didn't win a cup. Okay, then the Canucks don't have any legends. Yep. That's correct. Okay. This I'm not I don't like this. Do any players have statues? I don't think so. Yeah, no, just two coaches. I would argue that's worse. Yeah, that is tough. No, I mean <laughs> Oh my god. I don't think so. I think it makes sense. Okay. How does that make sense? Because Roger Nielsen, his statue, is of one of the most iconic moments in hockey history. He didn't even start it. He literally did. Nah. He, the, was, that's what the statue is of, I dude. It was Calgary. <laughs> See, I thought it was in Nashville that it started. Nah. No, I think, no. <laughs> Nashville didn't really start anything. Yeah, they did. Yeah, banners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kevin Biaxa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're skipping this story. He's we're skipping this story. Let's talk about Calgary. Let's talk about Nashville. We don't talk about Nashville. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we're getting a banner raised. We have a whole second half of the podcast. We can we can talk about this stuff. You're getting a banner in Calgary? Yeah, you guys didn't see it. Oh, I did see this actually. Uh, Mika, Mika Kiprasov's Kiprasov. number is getting retired. Oh, that's awesome. Good yeah. for him. A lot I of people are saying it should have happened a while ago. Yeah. You, did you just say you always support this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> number one. <laughs> yeah. Raise them all. But yeah, yeah, I mean, out of like at least from my childhood, when I think of Calgary Flames, I think of Jerome Ginla, mm-hmm. Mika Kiprasov, and I Dion go to like Dion Phaneuf, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Giordano. Yeah, that's not really childhood anymore, though. Yeah. That's more like my tweens. Yeah, well, yeah, as soon still as he goes in to the Toronto. NHL, yeah, and I'm on the other side. <laughs> Remember Mark Giordano? Yeah, he still plays. Oh, Mark Giordano winning a, uh, a Norris Trophy. Yeah, that was like 2018, I want to say. I think it was 2020. Like it was that recent? Recent. Shit, maybe it was. Very do random. Guys, do you guys know who the Calgary Flames have retired in terms of their numbers? Guess. Um, Lanny, Lanny McDonald. McDonald. Yep, Lanny McDonald was retired in 1990. Jerome McGinley. Yeah. Um, yes, they have retired Jerome McGinley's number. Yes. I'm In 2019. Did they? Alex Tangay? You guys are only missing one player. I was think? it Alex yeah. Tangay? Uh, no, you're only missing one person. I don't think you're going to get it. Um, is it like from like the eighties or nineties? From the eighty nine team that won the cup. Do we know Ooh. them? Um, you might. I, I would say no. It wouldn't be. No, Potvin wasn't with them then. Um, or was he? No, by Jake's face, no. Uh, okay, no. Who was it? Um, looks like Mike Vernon. Oh, Vernon. I completely knew that. I didn't. I No, I, not that he was retired, but I knew that he played for the Flames and he would have been one of the names I should have guessed, but I didn't. Anyway, Kevin Bieksa. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> this story is so hard to get uh, through. Mike Vernon in 2007. What happened in Nashville this week? Um, What oh did happen in Nashville God. this week? Nothing, really. Our listeners are just flocking to other podcasts Again, right it now. It is the middle of July, Marcus. What do you want us to talk about? I'm trying. I've been trying to get. You want to talk about story. a guy who's been retired okay. for <laughs> ten years? Okay, let's talk. Okay, okay. A guy that hasn't scored a goal in the NHL. In, since. in other Canucks news, Connor Bedard. Oh, here has, we go. This will this will turn turn heads. Has angered a lot of Canucks fans. Actually, and how has he done that? What by not saying I refuse to play in Chicago? I'm going to play in Vancouver. By signing with Sherwood. Uh no, so it was mostly Jake with Lululemon. It, no, it was mostly Jake's thing that uh, he did sign his ELC, <laughs> okay. and a lot of Canucks fans are very upset about this. Yeah. They really thought something was in the works, but it's not. So we are going to have to wait until he is an RFA to offer sheet him, where think, he will inevitably I think I saw come that here. on Canucks videos. I think that was him that said that, right? No, a bunch of people said that. I uh, think Canucks videos was one of them. Uh, Love that guy. Anyway, uh, Connor Bedard went full-on traitor and is now playing for what was the Canucks' biggest rival during his childhood fandom. Yeah, that's gotta be Canucks. crazy. That's, that is wild. But you know what is even wilder than that? You know what's crazy? That's I think crazy. if you got drafted in, like, let's say, like, the third round or something like that, I think you genuinely would not play for Chicago. No, of course not. What? Really weird thought. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would. I would. I, I if, have... If a team actually took a chance on me... You have to play for boys. Them. I would play for any team. In the That's NHL. what I mean. I would yeah. play for, but I feel like I, I was going like to say were, <laughs> you were such a diehard that you wouldn't. I, okay. I wouldn't say I wouldn't, but like, if I wasn't like superstar caliber, like Bedard, like if I was like a third rounder, that's what I mean. Like, if you're if you're a first rounder, like maybe some league. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, like, if you're yeah. far back enough in the depth chart that yeah. you can kind of pick your organization and you can make lateral moves. I would. There's three teams I would not want to play for. Fuck out of Arizona. It would be Boston, Chicago, and Arizona. Seattle. No. It's got to be Arizona, right? Vegas. Nope. What? Toronto. You would love Toronto. No. Who knows their goal noise? What? Their goal horn. Yeah. I I don't remember it. Anyway. (laughs) What? Um. He's trying to make me sing a goal horn again. But we we were on about Bedard, and I want to keep this to Bedard. And this is actually Canucks news. This okay. is this is more right. Canucks news than the last thing I talked about. <laughs> you promise? Is this Nico, whatever the guy that's up next year. Nico Mik. What? What did you say? I was gonna say Nico, Nico Miko. Nico no. Mikola, but that's the only player I know. But who's the next guy up? Like the next first overall? Yeah. Oh, oh Celebrini. Macklin. Yeah, Mac Celebrini. Oh, I don't Why know. I do you refuse to call him by his whole first name? Because I think most people just refer to him as Mac. Okay. They're on a first name basis. Yeah. It's like okay. Alex Burroughs. You often call him Alexander Burroughs. No. Do Wait. we call Alex Alexander Smith? <laughs> yes. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Put some respect on it. <laughs> All right. Ne- next podcast. That's how we'll introduce you. Let's do next podcast with no E's. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay, I really want to get through this. <laughs> try, try, try Just reading it with no ease. Challenge mode. <laughs> Duh, Canucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll play Duh, Blackhawks <laughs> in the following NHL. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm done. Okay. Next season. Yeah. 
the Vancouver Canucks play the Chicago Blackhawks, and as they do every year. Uh, but Canucks this week, the Canucks had their single game tickets go on sale. Why is this so funny? You flustered me, okay? You flustered me. Now I can't talk normal. This is so stupid. It is. This is. This it is the middle of July. Yeah. yeah. It is the middle of July, <laughs> which is why the Canucks single game seats just went on sale. Oh, and season yes. ticket members had a pre-sale. Yes. Last year, in the upper bowl, the, like the cheapest tickets to a Chicago game. We went you, to. We did go to that, actually. We all went. There was like 15 of us that went. The cheapest seats you could get were about 50 bucks. Yep. They were in that price range. Yep. And that's like top of the upper bowl, right? And like in on behind one of the nets, you know? Fair enough, Chicago was a bottom feeder team, and they, they're going to be again next year, even though they've added some cool pieces. What do you think the cheapest available seats are in the stadium this year, now that they have the addition of Connor Bedard? In the entire arena? In the entire arena, sold directly by the Canucks. Not resale. Sold st- by the Canucks? Sold by the Canucks, the cheapest available tickets. 110. 150. 165 in the no alcohol permitted section. If you want to sit anywhere else, the cheapest you can get is $193. Whoa. So the prices have essentially quadrupled. Just for that game though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, just for that. Because that's how Canucks price their games is based on who's in town. Uh, Okay, we'll keep talking about that. But while we're talking about, do you want to search up when the Islanders come, what the ticket prices are? Yeah, I don't actually think that will change that much. You don't think so? I I don't because as much as like, yeah, it's going to be neat to see Bo Horvat return. It's not like, you know. Here's here's what I want to know. Do we think that he gets booed more or cheered more? I, and I think it's totally undeserved, but I think he gets booed out of the rink. I really do. Really? I think that it is going to be mostly booze. What do you think? I don't know. I don't think it'll be mostly booze. I, I don't. I hope you're both right. But I right. also think like there, there could be, because fans are so stupid and salty that they booed Rick Tockett. That yeah, was yeah. more because they were upset about Boudreaux. That had nothing yeah. to do with Tockett. Yeah, so, but you don't think they're upset about not getting a first overall pick? Yeah, I don't think that's why they were booing Tockett, though. They're like, oh, you suck. You know You're what, making though? us good. No, 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 no. But, like, I feel like they're going to be so salty that, like, this hometown kid didn't come home that they might just boo him. I doubt it. Yeah. And you know what, though? I think it'd be good to see the Canucks fans boo Bo Horvat. Canucks what? fans. Canucks oh, wait. Lies. We were talking about Bo Horvat? Yeah. What yeah. were you oh, on about? Oh, I thought you were talking about Connor Bedard. What? No. No. Why would they boo him? Oh, I don't know. No, I think it's, that's why. I, I, oh, that's why I was talking about. Oh, I sound stupid. I was talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, that's normal. So yeah. we didn't really think. Anything I think Bo Horvat gets booed one hundred percent. Yeah, that's. I think it's yeah. good that he gets booed. Why? Because Canucks fans, I think they need something to like boost them. You know what? Like, like okay, you think we don't have enough to be angry about. No, but it's not about being angry. It's about kind of like having something they can rally around. You know. Well, when's the last time we cheered for somebody? That wasn't on the team. Ooh. Burroughs? When Burroughs came back from Ottawa? Yeah, well, Burroughs With is Ottawa? like the most notable one because his was like huge, right? Yeah. Like he played, yeah, that was that was a big deal. Did we deal. cheer for Alex Edler? Yeah, he definitely got one. Yeah, he did. But like they didn't give him as big of a ceremony as yeah. I thought he would have gotten Wait, for how long did he was Wait, did they here. give Louis Erickson one? They razzed him. 
okay. like they 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 didn't give him a montage, but they showed him and put up like the thank you Louis Erickson banner underneath, <laughs> and people were kind of like, hey, <laughs> like it, it was. Oh, because in the same game they had to do Jay Beagle and Antoine Roussel, <laughs> so all three of them was just like, ooh, yeah. ah, look at these guys, <laughs> oh, retire their numbers, yeah. like, hey, don't talk about that shit. <laughs> No, I brought to that uh, game, though, when Erickson came back, I yeah. I made a retirement banner out of, like, a little piece of paper. Yeah. And I brought it to the warm-up, and I was, like, on the glass with it. Yeah. I made a TikTok of it. It was funny. I think yeah. I still have it somewhere. What's the next number to get retired for the Canucks? Man, that depends on who pans out, I guess. Right now, who is it? Right now? Is Luongo retired in Florida? Yeah, he's yes, retired he in Florida. Yes, yeah. that's an another thing we can talk about later. But he's going to the Ring of Honor in Vancouver, so he's not getting his number retired. Interesting. I think that has to do more with the fact that he was number one. No, I don't think it does. And that's just <laughs> not a number you can retire. Yeah, I, it is. Retire uh, one. Yeah. When, what? I one think is they retired? should. I think they should too. But I think that's why they he, won't. Here's here's the thing. When I you, think that goalies should get a free pass for anything, <laughs> <laughs> what? except for being a player. Which yeah. they're not. They're not players. They're, they're not people. No, but they're goalies. But. Hey, man, how many goalies have you met? Yeah, they're pretty weird. They're weirdos, man, yeah. I'm telling you. Okay, but Luongo not getting his number one retired is stupid for a very specific reason for me. He right now has won the third most games out of any NHL goaltender ever. He was a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know how many goalies we think we're getting that are going to be a higher caliber than that, but it's not yeah. going to be many. No, we should retire. It like we no one his else. name, but not his number. His name, yeah. No, <laughs> no one more, who plays no for this team can ever be team. named Roberto Luongo. <laughs> no, just Luongo. <laughs> if, if they're in the draft, can't even draft him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that like, I don't know, man. That to me, that number has to go up there, and it's it's kind of embarrassing that they didn't. Yeah, I don't typically agree with you when it comes to stuff like this, but I do. Like, yeah, I think I think they should retire the number in Vancouver. But put it this way: on that same first ballot Hall of Fame, the Sedins went in. Yeah, I think it's weirder that Florida retired his number than the fact that we didn't. I know he had all of his best years with yeah. us. He played more games with Vancouver. He played more playoff games with Vancouver. He had more wins with Vancouver. And it's, he wasn't drafted by either of those teams. I know. <laughs> it, it makes them. no sense. Uh, right, don't, don't answer. Don't answer. Okay. Who do you think? Well, I just asked who. So uh, do you, you do, take, just a take a guess. The Islanders. That is correct. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I did know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really that was went the, through um, the filing cabinet in my brain. Was that the Bertuzzi deal? That's the extra chromosome helping you there. No, we got Bertuzzi for Linden. I don't remember. There was some bullshit there. Um, Whoa. Whoa. Hey, come on, man. Your mother listens okay. to this podcast. Yes. That is a good point. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, to answer your question from earlier, the cheapest ticket it looks like for the um, Islanders game is $82. So that's still, that's we still went a to bit that more. game, too. That's crazy. Yeah, we did, actually. That's funny. That, that, the year before when <laughs> yeah. we went to our game. <laughs> Yeah, that was the game. Have I ever talked? I, I don't think I have. <laughs> I, I feel bad now. I need to game. buy you more than a burger and a beer when you take me to games. I feel like that definitely. Well, every time you take me to a game, I'm like, oh, but, you know, buy him a burger and a beer. Yeah. That does not balance out the cost of the ticket at all. Well, I mean, I appreciate the gesture. Usually you drive to the SkyTrain station yeah, too, which is yeah, nice. Okay. So I, I get to drink when I'm there, which I yeah. usually don't because I've got to drive either well, usually I, someone, yeah. so I usually don't drink much. But also, stadium beers are stupid. They're like yeah. fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's that's a goof. 
why do they charge so much for beer? Like, what's the point? You know, I think I would I would buy three seven dollar beers before I would buy two fifteen dollar beers. I think it's so that they keep the ticket prices lower. Because the idea is if they can keep the ticket prices low, they get you in the stadium. And once you're in there, the only place you can get food is there. So then they yeah. jack the price on no, that because I have you're no, forced yeah, to yeah. do it. I have no problem with the food, but like I don't buy liquor at hockey games because yeah, it's I don't too either. expensive. But if they cut the price in half, like think about when we went to the Warriors game. I was I was yeah. buying tons of drinks. You, you know what? I got to admit, as a, a lot of people might not know this, but as a Canucks season ticket member, I was pretty pissed off about that. When I went to a Vancouver Warriors game with you guys, yeah. the food is all like six or seven bucks cheaper. Yep. The drinks are half price. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, so for them, you can do that, but not yeah. for us? Really? Yeah. Well, it's weird because like, like what Jake's is saying is true, where it's like, if it's cheaper, you buy more. Like yeah. in the MLB, uh, I forget what team does it, but they have a $1 hot dog game. The, the Blue Jays. Yeah, the Jays. Oh, well, yeah. okay. I guess multiple teams do it then because yeah. I saw a video about it. But they sold over half a like or, yeah yeah like it was a ridiculous they broke amount. a record yeah. yeah yeah like it, it was, was like 162,000 yeah, hot dogs like or something, something stupid and it's only like an 80,000 seat yeah. arena so it's like, <laughs> like everyone bought two hot dogs and they sold out the game yeah <laughs> like if they advertised like four dollar beers like yeah even a if, couple times yeah. a season if they did like four they of would them. make so much yeah. money yeah but i think like, then on, like a friday yeah. night game but then they're also no, liable if, i think if they're like playing, if there's a bunch of drunk idiots outside and then like they're causing property damage and it's all traced back to oh you guys advertised that you were given cheap drinks and you didn't have a plan in place for public safety or so, then, so then why did they I do agree. it with the warriors because they, yeah, there's, there's no way there's, they can be held accountable. No, because there's less than half as many people at a war. What I think game. Alex is saying is bang on. If the Canucks are playing the San Jose Sharks on a Thursday night in January, and I'm not getting ha at least half price beers, I'm not going to the game, even if you give me a free ticket. You know what they should start doing is just advertising things that they don't really know. Like come, like you said, Thursday night, San, <laughs> Jose, San Jose Sharks, Pedersen is getting a hat trick in this game. <laughs> and just like fucking whoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cross your fingers. Yeah. Be like, yeah, come see Pedersen get a hat trick. You go to him in the locker and you fucking better go. There's <laughs> like, well, yeah, there's like 20 seconds left in the game. There's a commercial break. They just play a hat trick <laughs> over the jumbotron. Yeah. That, oh, that would well. be a very Canucks move, actually. <laughs> Now here's a highlight of him getting a hat trick once. <laughs> it's kind of the same, right? Remember Besser a got a hat trick against the Penguins that one game? I was at that yeah, game. Yeah, that's one of the most memorable Canucks games in my recent memory. You know what? I'm not going to out this person too much. Or I won't say their last name. But I brought someone to that game who is not a hockey fan at all. And I'm so mad about that still. Yeah. I brought James. Oh, yeah. And it was like, my grandma always goes to the Pittsburgh game every year because she loves Sidney Crosby. That's yeah. like her one thing that's untouchable. Every year when we pick our tickets, she gets that game. Yeah. She ended up booking a trip when that um, game happened. So she was like, oh, you can have the tickets. Yeah. James, who's a, a friend of mine, yeah. had also talked to me about like, he knows nothing about hockey, but he said it was like a bucket list Canada thing of his to see Sidney Crosby play a hockey game. And like, this is well beyond his prime, I guess. This is like... Yeah, four or five years ago. So he, he was still good. Didn't but he like, win a cup like six years ago? Can't remember who he played, but you know whatever. what? It may or may not have been the same year. But yeah, I think it might have. Okay, been. so he was still very, very good. But to a non-hockey fan, you couldn't really tell. You know, like we watched Sidney Crosby play, and we know what he is. Yeah. If you're not a hockey fan, it's hard to see. 
And it still makes me kind of mad that at a game where our rookie got his first ever hat trick and Sidney Crosby was in the building, I brought a guy that just <laughs> like could not have named three players on the ice. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was very fun though. I'm still I had a fun time with him. Yeah. Looking back though, I really wish I brought him to see like Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's funny though that like one of the greatest and most memorable games in Canucks history happened against Arizona. The Sedin's final yeah. game. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I I right? think I've I've probably talked about that game too much, yeah. but like the best experience i've ever had at a hockey game exactly and it was against the arizona the coolest moment yeah. of at least my like hockey knowledge yeah you know what ruins it though for me is that after the goal and everyone in the crowd is cheering and crying all this stuff's going on and the cities go to shake hands with the arizona coyotes leading the handshake is soon to be detrimental to the canucks oliver ekman larson just like it was like watching the greatest thing we'd seen for the last decade. Hand Shake hands with something that's going to ruin the next decade. <laughs> yeah. I just, ah, Christ sakes, this team. Anyway, we'll keep this very quick, but I want to go over one more thing. It's mid-July. It is mid-July. So we're going to count down some of the top prospects for the Canucks. Ooh, fun. We're not going to do all of them. There's a, there's a big list that has lots of prospects. But I'm going to have, you know what? Let's do top five top five prospects top, top five or what what is ranked by chris faber as the top oh five. i thought we were gonna give like our top five prospects oh i i'll be honest i like i've liked watching the utica games and stuff i don't have a good enough grasp utica why are you watching New oh Jersey's jesus Farm Christ, team? sorry <laughs> um uh, the abbotsford games okay. i've i've like enjoyed watching, watching them but i haven't kept close enough tabs on it to be like oh this guy slightly edges out this guy and this guy's really good you know it's like Chris Faber, I really like this guy as a reporter. He watches every single Abbotsford Canucks game. Yeah. Like, if there's one guy I trust about our prospects, it's him. Yeah. So these are his rankings, and we can debate yeah. them from what we know. On the topic of the Abbotsford Canucks, though, for anyone out there listening who hasn't been to a game yet, go. Go to a game. Yeah. It's so much fun. I already put their home opener in my calendar for this yeah. year, and luckily there's no Canucks game overlapping it this year because last year it was on the same game or the same day as a Canucks game. This year, it's not. So we're going to go. We uh, Yes. A lot of us will there. go. Um, anyway, number five for prospects. And this guy jumped up a lot over the summer for reasons. Archer Silovs. Yeah, he was the guy that uh, was runner-up to uh, Connor Bedard in a, oh, an award. The IIHF Player of the Year, or Male Athlete of the Year. There you go. So it is Archer Silovs. This guy really jumped up after those world championships mm -hmm. when he brought Latvia their first medal ever. Yeah. Or, sorry, helped. Of course, I guess he had a team too. Yeah. But some couple so. guys, names we can't pronounce. But yeah. I'm very excited for him. I think Absolutely. there is a chance that by the end of this year, he could be the backup, which I don't think he should I be. Think, I think he could go into the season as the backup. I don't think he will, though, because He's, I think at this stage in his development, you want him playing well, games. Oh, yeah. I don't think it would benefit him to be the backup but no. i think that he could definitely earn that spot right now who is it is it still spencer martin uh i believe it is yes yeah, but see, he might even end up in abbots for it's a whole thing yeah either way the canucks, the canucks signed a goalie this offseason too they did that's who i think it's actually going to be yeah um, oh, but we'll see. anyway we'll go, we'll go to training camp and then we'll report back that's right like we did last year mm -hmm. um but Silov's, i think the best thing for him is abbotsford 
but he is someone who I would want to nurture his development a lot because I think he even has the potential to be a starter someday. Uh, so that's our number five. Number four is Johanathan Lekermacki. A bust. Not a bust. He's yeah. our fourth best prospect, which no, is pretty he's good. A bust. He be a bust. Well, he's, a, he's a fourth best prospect. What do you, what do you... So we drafted him two years ago. Yeah. And he has done nothing. Nothing. No, he had a very good playoffs with. Uh, oh, in the league that's not even the top league in this country, right? Well, it's in Sweden. Yeah, so. and it's not the top league, right? It it was up there. It's a it's a very good league, but it's not the top. It's very good. He was almost a point per game. That's right in the playoffs. So I was almost a point per game. You know in what? House. We should. You know, what we should do this season. What? We should do a weekly check-in on how he's doing. I like that. You think Canucks fans want a weekly check-in on Johanathan Lacker Mackey? We so can, that we can see how can quickly people are going to go, yeah, okay, he's a bust. Oh, Christ. No, he, he's <laughs> he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Just like Tommy Will. You know what? And I'm bust. sad Ty- Tyler isn't here for this, but number three is Atu Ratu. Tyler is extremely high on this because guy. Because he's a Finn, and Tyler loves all Finns. I know. <laughs> I think he can turn into something. I think this year he's going to be in a similar stage to where Hoaglander was last year, where he's going to play a few games in the NHL, but he'll mostly be an AHL guy because they want to develop him properly. For me, I think, I think the thing with him is like, we'll see how his offseason went. Because if he put in work this offseason, or if, sorry, I should say, if he is putting in work this offseason, yeah. Um, then yeah, he could totally make the team. But for me, I think he's a player that he needs to put in the fucking work. But where's he going to play? That's kind of the thing. Is there's he's, no spot for him? Yeah, he, I think he could, he could play on the third line. I think yeah, he's a spot he, on the third line. He would be. Sure. A, he's not a third line player though. I I think he can be. I think he can be. He's more skill. Hey man, the Sedin started on the third line. Like players, yeah, but that was a mistake. Well, but players, you know, they they play up and down the lineup, and yeah. they got to earn their spot, right? Yeah, certain certain players can, right? Some players cannot. Some players actually do. Like it's like yeah, if they're not at least on the second line, don't bother. But then there's guys like Bo Horvat who started as our fourth line center and slowly worked his way up. Yeah. Well, right? also you got to remember, like the like we said a couple of years ago, that's crazy to think about. But anyway, a couple of years ago on the podcast, we said the Canucks don't really have a first, second, and third line. They have three second lines. Yeah. Where this year it might be a little bit different, but I think that you know there's a reality where the it's third still kind of it's almost like two second lines now. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah we. Yeah, but fuck, also we we, got worse. <laughs> we definitely overvalued Tanner Pearson. But anyway. Some people did. I said from the beginning that, yeah. that anyway, um, Atu Ratu, hope it works out. Number two, and this one surprised me, and it surprised you guys too when we went over this, Elias Defenserson. Yes. This guy yeah, quite surprising. was not, like, this is a good story. Like, if we're going to say Lacrimacki is a bust, this guy <laughs> is making up for that. Wow, we drafted we'll him late. And he's doing a lot more than most guys where he was. He's doing very good in Sweden. It looks like he's going to be in the SHL this coming season. And there's very high expectations for him there. And that's good because we do not have a lot of defense. So if we can hang on to Hughes and Hironik, this guy in a couple years could be good with one of them. Maybe even if him and Wielander come in at similar times. (laughs) What's so funny about that? 
Because nothing's going to work. Oh, <laughs> brutal. You can't well, you say know what? nothing's going to work. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, work. You never know. Maybe Tommy Will will come in and, and he'll play the right. And, you know, Elias Pettersson is a left-side defenseman. Shoots left, 6'3", 200 pounds. Maybe they make a it good It sounds pairing. too good to be true. So I just don't think it'll ever work. It, well, here's the thing. Is whenever you're drafting and looking at prospects, there's always some that aren't going to work. Yeah. Right? But then there's always some that will. This is a case of the best story you can ask for, where it's a guy who isn't really supposed to work out, and so far he is. So that, this is a bright spot, right? Now, number one right now would be Tommy Wheeland. Wow. So that means their number one and number two prospects are both defensemen. One's a left shot, one's a right shot defenseman. Yeah. That's good. I, I think that is a really good thing. Yeah, it's what we need. Yep, for sure. For sure it is. That's cool. It's very cool. Like what the positions that we keep talking about that we need to fill the most are the two most likely guys to break the lineup in the next couple of years. I still think that they need like a star forward, but. Well, they do, but more than that, we need to address the alarmingly poor defense. Like the offense is palatable. It's adequate. It's not going to go out and win you a Stanley Cup, but it's I think good. that For forward me, the- core, or I think that forward group could win a Stanley Cup. For me, that forward if core, they all pan out. For me, that forward core is like the Calgary core of when they won the President's Trophy, didn't they? What? Yeah, what, the, like a couple of years. Th- ago? Yeah, the Flames won the President's How Trophy a couple of years ago. ago. Oh, I think shit. I think they did. At least they finished pretty high. They won the division. To me, this forward core reminds me of that forward core where you had like Goudreau, Lindholm. Um, yeah, like to guys who were like in their mid to late twenties that have kind of gone through their development. They're in their prime. And look uh, how and good then, that turned out. Yeah, now it's a fucking tire fire in Calgary. <laughs> yeah. But, assuming that you can get this defense sorted out by the time those guys get to their prime in a year or two, they could be, could be lethal, but man, it seems like there's a lot of people in the hockey world though, who are saying that the Canucks are not making the playoffs again and that they're going to be an embarrassment. I think it's, I think it's almost like how Leafs fans keep saying they're not going to pass the first round. It's because it's not that they look at their team and they're like, we're not good enough. It's because they look at them and they're like, this is what our lives are. This is just what happens every year. Is we think they're going to do it and they don't. So now they've just started saying, "Yeah, it's it's just not going to happen." It's weird because, like, because I'm even in that boat. I for two, three seasons in a row now. This team is going to make the playoffs. Could be a second round team, maybe first round, but they're going to make it. All three years, I have been vastly wrong. So this year, I want to say the same thing. When I look at it, my gut says, "Yeah, this this should be good enough." And then a part of me goes. Well, it's good enough until Demko gets injured. It's or it's good be, enough until Pedersen misses 15 games. It's going to be... I don't think it's going to be up to them. I think it's going to be up to the other teams. I think they're going to be competing against Calgary. And, and LA. No, LA's for sure in. Really? Edmonton's in. Edmonton, See, okay, LA, here, and here's Vegas, the reason, Vegas is in. Okay, guys, yeah, those three are for sure. Here's the reason why I don't have as much confidence in LA as everyone else seems to. Who's the goalie in LA? I'm waiting. <laughs> Who is the goalie? I actually oh, it's Cam get, Talbot. Is it Talbot? It yeah. is Cam but Talbot. Based off of based off recent, of what? well, you look at the Oilers; they didn't have a goalie. Yeah, yeah that's true. You look at Vegas; they, <laughs> but they didn't also have a goalie. had two of the best players. Yeah, in the but world. Vegas didn't have a goalie. I think mm, L.A. is Avalanche going, didn't have a goalie. I think L.A. is going to take a step back this season. No shot. I, I think they take. A I step said up. that last year, and they didn't. I could see they them barely took a step. Forward. I could see them competing for the. Uh, top of the Pacific. Mm. I think that there's more room at the top than you guys think. 
I, I don't know, man. Vegas is a lock. Of course. Edmonton, I like to believe, is a lock. Yes, those two are head and shoulders above the rest of the division. Yes. Of course. But after that, it's a horse race. No. And I will take a division where there's two spots open. Three if you count both wild cards. Yeah. Like, Central's I'll take good that, too, though. But... I yeah. don't know. There's a lot of teams in the Central where, like, we just don't know what's going to well, happen. Well, Central... The only team I think Central's that's going to be a shake playoffs up. is Dallas. Dallas, Colorado, and Minnesota. So that leaves two wildcard spots. LA is for sure taking one of them. Yeah. So then it's up to Canucks, Calgary, maybe St. Louis. No, but Saint they, Louis, they've kind of blown St. up Louis, a little bit. Nashville, Winnipeg, Chicago, and Arizona, all of them are bottoming out this year. I yeah, would even so argue Calgary. that Calgary is not looking very good here. Depends. Like They, they still have players. Such, no, but they still have uh, players. Not a lot, though. They've had such a mass exodus. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But uh, you know what I do know is you know how to put out the flames? It's with some water. You know where we can find water? Actually, you can use CO2. Well, we don't have a CO2 box. You can also we use have, a blanket. Nah. I, it better be a, a non-wool blanket. Could you use sand? Sand works. Could you use spit if it's a really small fire? Or we could use questions from the inbox. Thank you. You're doing great on the buttons over there, by <laughs> the way. You. I like being on the buttons again. It's nice, right? <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Stop. Oh, yeah. oh your privilege <laughs> is being taken away. <laughs> Um, okay, Grandmaster Marcus Keller. The sir. Fourth. Yes, what? sir. Okay. Uh, let's go in. I want to do this one first because we got a, a, quite a few uh, submissions this week, but I got to get this one out of the way. Last week, we were talking about unofficially retired numbers. Yes. Specifically with Number the Canucks. 11. We t- because el- of 11 the because captain of, in Canucks history, Mark Messier. Most notably because of Wayne Mackey. The other number we talked about, and the reason it came up was because of Luke Bourdon and the controversy Ah, with Ian Cole. That's how it came up. So we talked about 28 and 11, and we made a comment saying we couldn't think of any other numbers for the Canucks that have been unofficially retired. We and other than the ones that are in the banner, which are officially retired, that have their, their banners raised. We forgot a really important one, and I feel really bad about it. Number 37 is retired for Rick Rippon. Uh, and yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, and I, yeah, oh man, yeah, yeah. when I read the inbox submission that told me that, I was like, oh, I feel sick yeah. for not for not remembering that. But yeah, so that 37 is also unofficially retired for the Canucks mm-hmm. or honorarily retired. Again, people say it different ways. Yeah. Uh, I, j- I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, now, we've got a, a, quite a few in here that we're going to have to okay. uh, yeah, file it down. Through them. But this one I find funny because it's just, there's no context. And I, I love these ones. What are your thoughts on Connor Garland? <laughs> he is short. That is a good point. He is an aggressive forechecker. He usually gets the puck in a puck battle. and then Always, and always then, gets the puck. And then develops nothing with it. You're right. Uh, his... His best assets are the fact that he works hard, but unfortunately he does not he doesn't make up for the fact that he makes five million dollars a season because he doesn't produce what he needs to. And that meaning like stats wise or generating a play where other people can score goals. He I just he is just a player who's not really a net positive or a net subtraction from your team. Yeah, he's almost kind of neutral. Yeah, he's like, like a great third or fourth liner. 
but he need, he's oh not, not a fourth like liner. They, this is he's still a middle six guy in my opinion. He's a second or third liner, but he has to play with guys who can finish because he can usually find you. He's a third liner on a Stanley Cup team. I think he's a fourth liner on a Stanley Cup team. No, no I, I think the other thing is last year he did take a little bit of a step back. Like with Arizona, he was a better player than he was with Vancouver the last couple seasons. Yeah. But my thought on him specifically is just that the Canucks keep talking about they have to make a cap dump this offseason. I think that's the one you got to do. And it's nothing against him, but I've talked about we talked about it last week. Nils Hoaglander is a replacement. He's already in our system. This is the guy you get rid of. It's nothing against Garland, but it's a business, and we we have the replacement here for free. That is $5 million we don't have to pay. That is $5 million we have to try to dump. So that that is my thoughts on Connor Garland. There you go. But thank you for that. Um, uh, okay, we got a good one. Or I mean, we have one here. Uh would it be funny if all this hype for Bedard was just for him to become a bust? And I bring this up because I, know, I at least one of you has talked about this before. Yeah, I brought it up a while ago. I don't think he'll be a bust, but I don't think he's going to live up to the expectations that people are saying. Do you uh, think he will surpass Connor McDavid? No. in terms No, of, God, no, no, no. He doesn't have the size to be able to. Or the speed. Um, my thing, the, the real question for me between whether or not Bedard can translate his game from the minor or juniors to the uh the show is goaltending like goalies are just so much better in the nhl and so much of his game is built off of being able to snap the puck past goalies that's true and i i just i don't know if his shot can beat goalies in the nhl the way he can beat them no no i think he can i think it's more his size like yeah there's no hitting down there like the, I wouldn't these say guys there's none. Are, he was in the dub. But still, but like compared to like the, the you're playing against grown men and he is what, 5'10", five, 5'9"? Five, yeah, in Something that range. Like that, yeah. yeah, he's a smaller like guy. He is very, very small. And there's only a number of players who have been able at that size to really produce in the NHL. And it makes it way harder being at that size to be able to produce. I think I think Jake was onto something with the goalies, but I actually wonder more about the defensemen. Because a lot of his shot is how quickly he can get it off, right? But if you have a defenseman smothering you, like, like Al, it's kind of a combo of what both of you were saying. If you have, like, grown adult men that are full-sized that are just smothering you and won't let you get that shot off, I think it might not be the hardest thing to figure out how to stop, right? He's still going to be a very, very good player. Like, I'm not arguing this will make him a bust. But yeah, I think the ceiling might not be... As high as some people have put it. That's all. And uh, I think we have one more, and I got to read this out just because I agree with it. Can we skip to October, please? I'm done with the hot weather, and I want to watch hockey. <laughs> I, As someone who works outside, I'm also very much done with the weather. Really? This is, like, when I hear it's going to be like, 19 degrees and cloudy out i spring out of bed man <laughs> i'm like this is gonna be a good day yeah. you know i can still drive the truck with the windows rolled down a little bit but i can wear my t-shirt i don't need to lather up on sunscreen every couple hours yeah. this is gonna be a good day when it's like 29 and sunny i know a lot of people who have the day off are very excited about that but for me, I'm like, I'm going to have sunscreen dripping into my eyes because I'm going to be sweating all yeah. day. I'm going to have a tank top. I'm going to keep like watering myself with a hose just to mm. try to keep cool. I don't want that, man. No one wants that. And I got to wear coveralls 
<laughs> wow. Which are which are annoying because yeah. they're long and they cover your legs. Now my arms look like I just came back from vacation and my legs look like I just came back from the rink. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Um yeah, so I, I agree. Bring back hockey, bring back twenty degree weather. <laughs> I got a good compromise for you. Okay. How about we skip to the second half? Ah. It's good. Instead of skipping to October, yeah. it's very good. Okay. Well, on the other side, we're going to have the goof of the week, some NHL news, and all that other stuff you guys like. But first, come to our podcast for. But first, trivia. 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 On the break. Catch that in the break. All right, what you got? Can you name me the top four Canucks leaders in points per game? Points per game. Yeah. Henrik, Daniel, Nasland. So this is the amount of points that a player got in a Canucks jersey. Here's the thing. No, points per game. Yeah, like, sorry, yeah. Points... In, or Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so here's the thing. I don't know if the Sedins will be as high as you think because they had like a very... So many games. They had a lot of games, and they had a very slow start to their career. Like Alex said, they started on the third line. Like, they were not elite the whole time they were here, right? And, I mean, towards the end, too, it was like they tailed off for sure. Points per game. I'm actually trying to think of players that had, like, shorter stints with the Canucks that were really good. Samuel Paulson. I would think Pavel Bure would be up there. All these players. Anyone active? Too active. Okay, Elias Pettersson. Because it's points per game, right? Yeah. Number the three. Pettersson is third? Kuzmenko. Oh. JT Miller? Number two. Huh? Wait, was Kuzmenko not on there? Number no. seven. Oh, okay. It's a bit further back. So uh, Miller and Pettersson. And those are the only two active ones? Yep. Okay. And we're trying to guess the top four. Top four. Did the Canucks ever pick up like a deadline player that... That's what I'm trying to think of. That like lit it up. No, this is, this is like... Tyler Toffoli. <laughs> 10 points players, in 10 games. These two players played more than 300 games. What decade? Uh, Before 2000. Okay. Pavel Bure? Number one. Yeah, I figured he would be up there. Dude, I got nothing here. I don't know. Linden? Um, oh. Uh, no... Oh. He's around the same era as Burry. Is it McGilney? Alexander McGilney. Yeah. Shit, I solved trivia in the break. Okay, well. Ah, oh, fuck. That's never happened who's, before. Who's number five? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, how about we go the top five. No, I don't want to do active. Uh, oh, I had one. Wait, give me one second. I'm proud oh, of myself. The best shot percentage. In Canucks history? In Canucks history. The like best Tyler shot. Myers takes like two shots a year and they both hit the net. No, he takes a hundred million shots a net and they all <laughs> hit the defenseman standing right in front of him. Um, best shot percentage for the Canucks. I'm trying to think of just a guy that just scored goals. Honestly, is it Andre Kuzmenko? <laughs> yeah, <it's Andre. laughs> Well, because he's only played one season. Yeah. And I even remember hearing a stat that he had a really good shooting percentage this year. Uh, that's funny 
Okay, we need an actual. Yeah, we question. we do need a we we do need a trivia here. Okay, let me find a good one. Then. This is I got. I got. Oh, I got one. I got my one. Okay. Okay. You guys ever played Puck Doku? It's that new. Oh, game this online. stupid thing you guys were doing earlier. Yeah. Name a player who has played for the Canucks, the Flames, and the Preds. Um. Oh, that's a good one, actually. Wait, Canucks, Flames, and Preds. Canucks, Flames. Yeah, those are our teams. Preds. Yeah, that's true. Do you that's... have a player? Okay. <laughs> Ew, this is yeah. You guys never picked up Josh Levo, did you? <laughs> no, the Blues did that. Canucks, Canucks, Flames, Flames and Preds. Have you Fi- looked it up? Find out at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to the 6x6. Six six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Okay. Uh, welcome back to the episode Breaking News. What? It's fucking 11 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. How could there uh, be breaking news? Well, it was three hours ago, but I just saw it. Nate Thompson retired. Oh. Great. I've ne- I don't know. I've never heard of him. It just came up on my Instagram feed. <laughs> okay, I thought it would cool. be funny. Um, yeah, no. Welcome back to the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the half of the show where we talk about coaches, <laughs> players, <Wait>. teams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to time you this time. You ready? Goof. Sure. All right. On your ready. On my ready? Okay, I yeah, just... What a goof! That's right. Welcome to my part of the show, my segment where I go to find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. Bring up a story with the guys we have a chat about in this week. 633. Hey, it's a new record. Is it? I thought last I, so. I thought last time we timed it was like 620 something. No, I think I think 63 would be the new record. Okay. I'll have to go back and check the tapes there, but all right. Six, Anyways, three. the biggest goof of the week this week comes from hockey. And not only is it just hockey, it is continental hockey. Oh, we're going to the K. The K. So, turns out, the K is implementing new rules next year to make the game a little bit more interesting. Kind of like how the MLB introduced new rules last year. Yeah, like the pitching time clock The time stuff. clock, the bigger bases. Yeah. They also banned the shift. So, like, they tried to make the game a little bit more scoring-oriented. This doesn't right. sound goofy. No, so it's far, not. this is a good idea. Well, But wait, what are they doing to hockey? Yeah, though? so here are the rules that they're changing. So, power plays that go through the end of a period. So, like, you know how, like, if, let's say you take a penalty with 30 seconds left in a period. Yeah. When the next period starts, you have a minute and 30 seconds on the power play and the draws at center. Now, if either team has a power play, the starting faceoff for that period is in the power play zone. So like Ooh. I like that. I like that. Too. I like that quite a bit because yeah. the point of a power play is a team did something wrong so they get a disadvantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's part of the disadvantage. If you want to add scoring in the game, I think that's a really clever way to do it. Yeah, is it you is. just you stop fucking around the old pass it back to the D, try to get a zone entry going. You just you're you already are in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. I love that. Anyway. Good job, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I credit where credit just, is due. This is a just, good idea. Stop. Yeah, fair. Stop digging, man. Okay, and then here the other rule I think is just whack. Like the first one, sure, it just seems weird to have a period start with a face-off in someone's zone, but whatever. Don't get over it. It's a good idea. All right, whatever. Um, 
this rule is weird though. Holding the puck behind the net is now an issue. What? So if a defenseman holds the puck behind their net for longer than three seconds, kind of like three in the key in basketball. Oh, behind your own net. I, yeah. I thought you meant in the offensive zone. No, no, like, no. Really? No. So you know how okay. like defensemen will take the puck behind the net to let like players change yeah. and regroup and, and all they do that? sometimes sit back there for a while. Yeah, exactly. So if they sit back there for longer than three seconds, the play is blown dead and it's a warning, similar to how um, like a face-off infraction. The first time it's a warning. Oh, if they do it again in the same game, it's a two-minute penalty. The same player or the same team? The same team. Interesting. Whoa. Yeah. I okay. I think personally, if if this was my rule, I think they might be onto something here. I would have gone five seconds, no warning. You hold it for longer than five seconds, and there's no pressure on you. There's no play. Like you're completely alone. That's that's a penalty. I think if you do that though, then you leave it up too much to discretion. Like when does the like a ref isn't thinking every single time the guy goes behind the net? All right, start yeah. start timing it right. This is just gonna slow the game down. I no, like. I think it'll speed it up because if they're player, calling players and stuff like that, but players don't want the penalty. Yeah, but still. right. So you, you're, you're you're making the play go faster out. there, yeah. and say it does slow down because you call a penalty. Then you got a power play. So at least something you're getting something exciting out of it, right? Yeah. Like for me, I kind of get it. I I don't hate this rule. This is like um, in box lacrosse when the goalie makes a save and has the ball inside his crease and he's getting ready to throw it out. You only have five seconds to do it. And the ref counts it out loud. Yeah. And as soon as he gets to five, it's a penalty. If, if the goalie still has the it's ball. It's a penalty? I thought it was a loss of possession. Nope, penalty. Really? Oh, wait, sorry. No, you are completely right. It is a loss of possession. The other team gets it in the corner. Lacrosse is weird for people who've never played lacrosse. It's like a hybrid of basketball and hockey, really. Yeah, and it's... Like, I played it. There's a lot of rules that I still don't fully understand in it. Yeah. The weirdest one to me is offensive charging in lacrosse. Yeah, I I don't even really remember that. Yeah, where it, like, depends on how a player approaches the defending player is, like, whether or not it's offensive charging or not. Yeah. It's really weird. But anyway, yeah, lacrosse has some weird rules. Yeah. But anyway, so is that it for the rule changes? It's yeah, there was only, only the two I could find, but yeah. Kind of goofy. Just, like, I, yeah. shuffle it, it the rules is, up a little bit. It is goofy, but... I don't hate it. Yeah, I like that they're just changing it up. Sure. Yeah. I, I like it when here the AHL experiments with that stuff to see mm. if it'll work in the NHL. I wouldn't mind seeing stuff like that happen down there. Sure, yeah. What other rule changes would you guys do in the NHL? Like, what, what pisses you off? I hate how much challenging there is. I you only of, get one a game. Yeah. But or like, if you're wrong. Yeah. But I just feel like, I don't know. I didn't hate, like, coming from a guy who lost out on a cup because of one. But, like, I didn't hate when the refs had a little bit more control over the game. It just feels like we don't even need refs anymore. Like, they're just there to drop the puck. Yeah, just have AI call the game. <laughs> well, I'm saying is, like, when it comes to, you know, offsides, they can all be challenged anyway. So what's the point in even having a linesman, right? And the refs, mostly all they do is call penalties anyway, and most of those can get challenged too. So No, not most penalties can get challenged. I don't think really like high sticking kind of can, but only if it's a four minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's not really a lot of penalties you can challenge. I was thinking more ones that like result in goals. Oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess it's not really a penalty, but like high sticking gloves yeah. and feet. Yeah, goal like, interference. I, I liked yeah, goalie interference. Right. I liked the kind of like, I guess discretion that was involved there. I disagree. I, I find it slows it down too much. I find you're sitting there waiting. I find more often than not, it's okay. Like, I 
I'm someone who wants the right thing to happen. I don't like controversy. I don't like looking back at something and, oh man, if they would have seen that or if they had this angle or this or that, this whole thing would have come out differently. I hate that. That ruins the integrity of the game for me. I like that a coach can say, hey, we were wronged here and there's video evidence of it and there's a set structure where I can use that to get the correct result for my team. I like that. Even when it works against us, I like that it happens because then no one can say, oh, you just got lucky or you you cheated your way there or whatever. I just find though, like if you're in the middle of like a really intense game, there's a lot of back and forth and then all of a sudden you come to a screeching halt because a team, you know, challenges a a high stick or or, a kicking motion and you go from having a game that just got tied up with two minutes left to, oh, nope, it wasn't actually a goal. I don't know. But the, I, I, but I the whole time like the review's that. going on, here, here's what I would argue. They need to be just showing constant replays the whole time. Because so much, they'll like they'll pan to the refs looking at the iPad, and then the coaches, and then the goalie, and the guy who shot the puck, and they're all just sitting looking at the big screen, and it's like, show us different angles. Before you start showing us random guys looking around, you better show me every angle you have. So you want more angles then, more TV. More angles. angles. (laughs) Because it's all, it's stuff you can debate about, right? It's stuff that the whole time it's going on, you're still talking, you're engaged, you're interested. And you're actually, there's almost a level of like anxiety to it where you're like, what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Are they going to, do they see this the same way I do? Or is it, am I wrong? Yeah. So I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Also, this is the guy who coined the phrase, do more crazy shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You, you know what I want to see? I want to see better angles of inside the net. I want to see, like, each post have, like, a camera embedded in it. Yeah, that could be cool. That's, like, because sure. so often, even when you look at the bird's eye view, like the one from right on top of the net, if you're looking to see if the puck crossed the line, the goalie's glove or his pad or a player will block your view from above. And then it kind of works with the same with the one in the back of the net. I want to see something, like, at ice level inside the posts showing me did that puck go in yeah that'd be a cool one (laughs) i've thought that many times i got i got one which still doesn't make sense to me but why if you hit the post is that not a shot on goal that should be considered a shot on goal that's a good point you know what yeah i i i really thought i was gonna have a better argument here but i don't you're right that's like it's like that like like why that that's the goal yeah I don't know. I don't know what the debate is there. Like, there shouldn't be any. If a goalie makes, like, let's say a player shooting the puck wide and the goalie reaches out and grabs it with his glove. Yeah, that might register as a shot. That's a shot on goal. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it wasn't going to hit the net anyway. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. I think posts and crossbars should count as shots. Yeah. (laughs) That would be my rule change. That's that's a very good, that's barely a rule. That's more of like a stat change. Yeah, just something I would change. Yeah. What do you guys think, and this is a crazy rule change, what do you guys think about a floating blue line? I don't like it. No, it, no? it'd be too hard to... Nah, no. Because It wouldn't if, be too hard. It it's would a make rule. It, no, it would make of, it so much easier. No, if there's a floating blue line, you have to get rid of icing. Why? Why? Wait, wait. wait. Are we thinking about like once you cross the blue line, then the center line becomes the blue yeah. line? Yeah. Yeah, because then if you are trying to clear the zone, you, you have defensemen that are way higher up that can cut you off. You know what I mean? Like, it's way harder to achieve getting across center yeah. to dump the puck in 
if the defensemen or other players are higher up. Well, they wouldn't be. Like, <laughs> on good teams... Well, they teams, could be. Well, they could be, but they could also be there now. Like, my point is, is, is on good teams that play with a floating blue line, the defensemen are still at the blue line. Well, all it makes it is so that, like, it's harder for the defensive team to get the puck out of the zone, which is kind of the point. Okay. I, man, I don't know. I don't know. You, I, I will have to think more about that because yeah. that's, that's a huge change. Yeah, right. That's not like a little like, oh, here's a little, oh, you can't be behind the net too yeah. long. Oh, this is like, oh, the whole the offensive post. zone yeah. just got like 20 feet longer. <laughs> exactly. Like that, that's like, uh, okay. Put it this way. You've played with a floating blue line. You've played hockey with a floating blue line. How did you like it? I can't play hockey, Jake. No, but you did. You played ball hockey with a floating blue line. What was oh, your opinion ball about when you played it? I don't know. That whole experience was weird. <laughs> that was a really weird tournament. I think there's enough skill in the NHL that you don't need a floating blue line. Like, you don't need that much ice. Yeah. It, it, put it this way. If you ask me right now, if I could just decide to make that change, would I? I would say no. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I, I like it the way it is. I would do it. I think it just adds another element of, like, offense in the game. Maybe in an all-star game. Yeah, well, I mean, you try everything there, right? That's how they tr- that's how they started yeah. three on three. It was in the All Star game, was it? I think so, yeah. And then that's well, how they moved it into overtime. I want shootouts back. Shootouts never they, went away. Yeah, they still have shootouts. No, like no three on three. You wanted to go like five on five overtime and then shootout. Yep. It was four on four, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, it was four on. Oh, four, sorry, right? yeah, four on four and then shootout. I disagree. I'm the polar opposite. I want no shootout. I want five minute of three on three. If no one scores, you get a. Two minute commercial break, then another five minutes. There's just there's so many so much skill, and just like players like Zegers, I want to see him in a shootout all the time. I don't care about seeing him no. in three on three. No. I would rather see him in three on three than I would in a shootout, especially because like you're gonna get that anyway, just not as much as you would if it was just always a shootout. Yeah, to me, and also if you didn't play in Anaheim, they lose every game. Yeah, I don't know. To me, overtime is just it's more entertaining. It's like shootout with no rules, but you can also get hit by someone and you can pass there's um there's like three on three leagues that have different rules too so like they have the floating blue line in those three on three leagues they also have no icings in three on three leagues floating blue line in overtime would be an interesting concept okay because they take it out of their zone anyway yeah Yeah, exactly so if if they had that extra space there's only three players out there like i don't know i don't see the point of having a a floating blue line if there's only three players. Because it gives you more space. The idea is you're trying to make goal scoring I guess, the forefront. Like, there's already so much space with only six players on the ice in that zone. Yeah, but then you get even more. Let's go two on two. No, ones. Why don't we just not I want to watch real life ones. <laughs> why, yeah, why don't we just not watch, or no no offsides, no nothing. Just a free for all. Yeah. No rules. Do you ever play... Uh, Ryan Reeves would be making 12 million a year. <laughs> in... Uh, in minor hockey, do you ever play where it's like everybody's on the bench and the coach would like blow the whistle? Yeah, it's called oh, it's called a something scrimmage. Uh, I think it's called a Russian scrimmage, actually. Everyone's on the wait. Yeah, so so, uh, so everybody's on the bench, yeah, okay, and then coach stands like in between the two benches. There's two and he teams blows the whistle. Yeah, and let's say he blows it three times, then it's three on three. Okay, so he blows it five times, five on five. He blows it one time, it's one on one. Oh, weird. Yeah, it I think makes it's it called really a Russian fun. scrimmage. Yeah, it's a really really fun one. So much fun. One-on-one in the NHL would just be crazy. Yeah. Like, I, the more I'm talking about it, like, I realize, when I said do more crazy shit, I meant ones. Oh, God. That is what I meant. Over time, you, if three-on-three three doesn't work, one-on-one. 
do you um do you have a memory of doing a Russian scrimmage as a kid? Like, do you remember a specific time when you played? Anytime you go like one on one, yeah, because you you'd go down, you'd get beat, and then it was just a breakaway the other way. Yeah, they always I mean. do it at the end of practice. I had a I had one one on one where it just so happened that I was on one bench, and then the smallest kid in their team was on the other team oh, right at the front. So he and I went out and played one on one, and it was so close. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it was, like, super close. Both goalies made, like, amazing saves, and they let us go for, it must have been five minutes, man. And Whoa. and the both both benches were cheering when we got yeah. chances. It was crazy. Yeah, it was really fun. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, I, like, I want to see that. I want to see Connor McDavid, the human cheat code, out there in a ones battle. No. How do you even play that? Do you put out another forward? No. Like... Yeah. You just, you just put out your best man-on-man defenseman yeah. and then pray. Somebody who can match his speed. Okay, <laughs> yeah. speaking of Connor McDavid, yeah. did you guys see, it was a while ago, I don't know if we talked about it, but his uh, his kind of rule change that he wants or something he would change in the NHL. No, what did he say? He was saying that he wants the top of the glass to curve in so pucks don't go out as much. If you ream it along the boards, let's say, it won't go out. It'll just like curl around and come right back down. Okay, like I'm, I'm a simple man. Dude, so instead not, of a straight line, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, it like curves over top, like kind yeah. of like a prison fence. That would be wild if like kind of if like the other team pulled their goalie and you ripped it at the glass and you rimmed it off the glass and went up and landed in the net. Yeah, like something I, like so, that. No, I don't think it would curve that hard. It's not like a Hot Wheels track no, where it's no, just going to loop back down. The idea is to keep it on the ice. So obviously it can land anywhere. What's to say it won't land back? Oh, what if they played in a dome? Bubble hockey? Yeah. Literal bubble Literal hockey. bubble hockey. <laughs> That'd be terrible to And they can to only go in straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're on a tether. Yeah. <laughs> they can only move so far. No, I actually, I like... McDavid's idea there. I have to admit, I I, can't, I mean, it just keeps the puck in play more. Yeah, I can't think of a downside. Yeah, because no players at this point they know if they get if they shoot the puck out, it's a penalty. No one's doing that on purpose anymore. Yeah, right. But they all hate the rule because sometimes they do it by accident, and it shouldn't be a penalty. Like it's not something they're doing on purpose. Yeah, uh, they so, would if they wouldn't get a penalty though. You're right, but I'm saying they do get a penalty, so it is usually an accident. So it is a penalty for. To me, that that isn't what a penalty should be. Yeah, this eliminates a lot of that, and I mm. like that idea. And again, I, what I was going to say earlier is I'm I'm a simple man, so I don't always think things all the way through. So I'm not <laughs> sure, sure why is that so funny. Oh man, what can you, you think? ever seen? You ever seen Tropic Thunder? Uh, yeah, with Jackie Moon, <laughs> Will Ferrell, Jackie Moon. Oh, wait, no, I was thinking, no, 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 never mind. I was thinking of something completely different. I was thinking of the tropics. Um, what do they call that movie? Is, uh, it, just, is it just called Jackie Moon? Oh, no. oh, semi-pro. Oh, yeah. Semi-pro, semi-pro. yeah, yeah, sorry. Tr- yeah, no, I remember Tropic Thunder. That's where they're, they have um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, doing his <laughs> what Robert doing, Downey Marcus? Jr. thing. What's he doing, Marcus? <laughs> He's just hanging out. He's just hanging out with Ben Stiller and, yeah. and all those guys. Yeah. Uh, All those guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what? why do you ask well, about that? You're just talking about being a simple man, enjoying simple things. Oh, movies? that's stupid. How many Will <laughs> Ferrell movies do you think you can name? That I can name? Yeah. yeah. Like, or oh, let's, God, I don't know. You think we could go in a circle 
and first one right. to not be able to. Are we are we almost at the point where let's we're... Let's do it. Yeah, let's okay. do it. All right. Oh, so always starts. Step Brothers. Uh, Elf. Talladega Knights. Semi-Pro. Uh, the other guys. I'm trying to think of the name of it, but I know it. Um, the... The... F- um, I know what you're thinking of. No, you, no, you don't. Uh, stepdad? Stepdaddy? Step... <laughs> 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 what's it called? Step daddy. Uh, the step daddy. I don't know. The, the, the other dad. I don't I don't remember it's what it's called, called but uh, I know the movie. It's called Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home. Okay, that's why it was okay. You don't get it though. Uh, what do you mean I don't get it? Yes, I do. No. He said Anchorman. Anchorman. Anchorman 2. Daddy's Home 2. <laughs> uh get hard. Um Megamind? He's a voice of Megamind. Maybe. We'll give it to you. Uh, no, no, no. That's um, uh, Steve Carell. Okay. Uh, Zoolander. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Blades of Glory? Oh, yeah. Um, this fuck, like I just had one. I've got this one. Oh, Journey to the... Uh, oh, Journey to the Center of the Universe? No. Journey to the center of the I earth. Know, I know the movie you're thinking of. Yeah, what's what it called? called? I don't it's think called, Will Ferrell's in that. It's called Lost uh, Lost oh. Land or something like that. Yeah. Oh, Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know. I anyway. didn't know that one. I think that's all the Will Ferrell movies I've got. <laughs> sure. I think that's all our listeners want to hear for sure. Yeah. Um, I got a story for you guys. Okay. <laughs> so, on the weekend, I went to, uh, went to a wedding. Wait, is this a podcast story or no? It's just a story. Okay. It can probably go on the podcast. It's not okay. Yeah, we're we're coming back from editing out some pretty crazy. Well, anyway, so it's just, I got a story. Yeah, and um, anyway, so I was at a wedding on the weekend, and uh, the groom he had he's on like a men's slow pitch team, right? Okay, and so his entire slow pitch team was at the wedding, and you know it's like. You know, ten thirty. Oh, I bet everyone was sober. Oh yeah, these guys are just fucking torched, man. Yep. You know, their ties are tied around their heads like bandanas. Their shirts. Oh are yeah, off. They're, they're just shittered. Awesome. They're yeah. just shittered. It's super fun, right? Anyway, the DJ, dog water, so bad. He's playing like you know remixes to songs from twenty fourteen, like just terrible, uh, right? Anyway, exactly. You're bang kind of a banger. Anyway, so yeah, but like it wasn't. It wasn't the vibe these guys Was were going like for. Yeah. Kids pop version. <laughs> anyway, so there's a. Um, I am your rainy. Oh, I was gonna go. I am a role model. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Uranium? What does that have to do with it's kids the first ball? element on the periodic table? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows. That's the Marcus version. I am uranium. <laughs> anyway, anyway. where's this going? So, anyway, so the DJ is just dog shit, right? So, anyway, and he's got this QR code, and it's if you scan it, you can like suggest songs. Oh, that's kind of so, cool, actually. Yeah, and so I'm like, all right, like we need to get like a good song going. Yeah. So I go up and I scan the QR code, and I'm like, what? These guys are like, you know, almost thirty, kind of on either side of thirty, right? So I'm like, what would these guys find fun to like? Get? Oh, fireflies. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go on the, the QR code and I suggest "Burn It to the Ground" by Nickelback. Yes. This song comes on. These guys lose their 
fucking minds. They're moshing. The whole like wedding is just jumping up and down, screaming. Yeah. The energy level is getting to a point where like someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah. And they did. So what happened? So these guys are running around, and two of them go to do like you know, like a PK Subban Carey Price style kind of like high five. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like they were gonna do one of those, right? Where they were just gonna like bump shoulders or whatever. Yeah. So they they boat or one jumps, the other guy fakes like he's gonna jump, and then submarine hits the other guy and fucking takes him out at the ankles. Okay. Oh man. He, He does like a half flip in the air. Yeah. Two wine glasses in either hand, one in either oh. hand, comes down like kind of on his side. First wine glass, wine glass hits the ground, smashes everywhere. Glass goes everywhere. His hand lands in the glass. Other one comes down, smash. Wine glass goes everywhere. Wine Jesus. goes everywhere. He gets up. Both hands are just soaked in blood. Oh, and man. he's like, oh fuck, <laughs> runs off. Yeah craziest shit i've seen at a wedding man blood wine glass people are still dancing and screaming (laughs) burning to the ground like craziest man oh it was blast (laughs) but yeah it's crazy wait i i know we're past canucks news but i gotta talk about this why isn't it our goal song (laughs) why isn't (laughs) like okay it should be holiday everyone knows it should be holiday but if it's not has yeah. to be Nickelback. Yeah, I know. That song, What are man, they doing? That song just does something to people, man. I know. It's such a fun song. And it, it angers me yeah. that whoever is in charge of that with the Canucks, I don't know if it's actually the DJ or if he gets no, orders from above. Not, yeah. Just, you, I get that they're afraid of people making riot jokes. Guess what? They're already making the riot jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Lean into <laughs> it. <laughs> Play the damn song. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, man. Just, it, you're right. It does something to people. I was at the concert. I was there with a couple of people who questionably might not have really known every word to that song. Yeah. The, everyone is head thrashing yeah. so hard yeah. to that song. It's just, you can't not do it. Yeah. It activates totally something in my Western Canadian yep. essence <laughs> that just sends me over the top. Yeah. Yeah, love it. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of things that are crazy, Alex Galchenyuk did some oh boy. crazy things. Yeah. So he was stopped at a roadblock, he was. from what I understand. Yes. Uh, just like a, I guess, a sobriety check type thing. Yeah. Ran, oh, sorry. No, it was a hit and run. My mistake. It, it was, was a hit and run? It was a hit and Ooh, run. I didn't know that. Uh, he was eventually chased down. Did, Fuck, what did, a moron. Did a lot of property damage. Yeah. Was obvious under he was under the influence behind the wheel. That's why I had sobriety check in my head. Is because yeah. when they eventually sobriety checked him, yeah, he was trying he, to fully. Yeah, he did not clear. Uh, he then proceeded to assault an officer, resist arrest, Jesus. and when they did finally get locked up, he started saying things such as, "Do you even know who I am? I will kill you. I will end your bloodline." <laughs> That's the most Russian thing I've ever heard. It, I know. It, it was funny because as I'm reading this, I was like, oh, man, like this guy really screwed up. Oh, I feel bad for the cop. And then I read that last one and I was like, this guy's kind of badass. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine being that intoxicated, drunk, having just property damage, assaulting a cop. And when you're finally handcuffed and being kicked into the back of a car, like you're down and out. You just come back with double I will down and your bloodline. 
Just one. <laughs> Throw it out there, see yeah. if it hits. Yeah. So, it obviously, Arizona, after a two-week stint of after signing him in free agency. Yeah, made him the captain. Him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they nullified his contract. Yeah. He is, I mean, he's a free agent now. So, uh, yeah, he's in the player dev- or not the development, the uh, substance, yeah, the yeah. substance oh. abuse program, yeah, which which is good idea. because clearly yeah. he he needs, needs something, help, right? So, I, is he still a member in the NHLPA then, even though he doesn't have a contract? I think so. I guess so. Yeah, I think it would be honestly, think of how bad the PR would be there if he went to them and said, Hey, you know what? I'm I, I've screwed up, I'm in a really bad place, I need help, and the NHL went. No. <laughs> Better find a team to <laughs> sign with. Yeah, unfortunately, we just kicked you out of the league, so uh, get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your options are to get fucked. Yeah. I mean, I, this is a weird point, but not that he couldn't afford a program himself, yeah. but, like, it would be pretty shitty of the NHL to look at him in that situation and say, yeah, you're not really an NHL player. What do you think they would do if, like, Brandon Leipzig came back? was like, hey, guys, I've got a drink. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> oh man, this is a horrible thing to joke about. Yeah, we um, should probably just get things wrapped up here, eh? Yeah, I think so. I can't think of anything other. I got nothing left uh, to say. No thoughts for me. Wait a minute. Hey, we want some thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> it was a gross thought. Yeah, come on, man. Thoughts. Don't make fart noises into the mic. What are thoughts? Oh no, <laughs> we're not having a phil- philosophical <laughs> thought segment. Who, who's got thoughts? Well, we'd hope you do. Yeah, you would is, hope so. It is your segment. It is. You, you gotta, ha- dude. You come up with these so quick all yeah. the time. You have the randomest shit that you talk about. I don't dude, know if well, I'm, I really want to talk about s- the bunny. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. This this isn't really a thought. It's a story. But let's let's give you. Let's hear, well, this. Why, let's hear your why version are, first. When you think of a bunny, bunnies hop, correct? Yeah. They scamper. No, but they hop. Yeah, Ain't they, no bunnies hopping. Like when you there talk about no, hop, are you meaning? I'm talking about up like, and down, like I'm talking no about forward motion. Zach yeah. Levine sprint at sprinting at the basket, dunking the basketball, kind of hops. I don't know who that is. He's he's got a high vertical. About. Okay. I don't see bunnies showing off any of their vertical ever. No. It's all horizontal. Yeah. Yeah. We need to we need to yeah, start need to tell the story. representing bunnies correctly. Okay, so I'm going to tell this story. No, no, no. You got to let Alex tell the story. No, okay, this, tell- that, I didn't want to talk about the story. Okay, well, we're telling the, the story. So we get to the studio. Mm-hmm. We're parked just down the hill, and there's a little grass hill we walk up with some bush and whatever. Me and Alex are just about to ascend this hill. <laughs> To, to walk up the hill to Tyler's place. And this bunny, it, admittedly, it, it came out of nowhere because we had no idea it was there. I Just, was closer to it than Marcus as <laughs> well. like four feet. Yes, that's a, that's a very big in okay. bunny terms. So this this bunny and it could out of the could have been It could have been a hare, you know. It was a bunny. It could it have been was, a snake. It, it was a little <laughs> bit bigger than your average bunny. It was a pretty normal looking bunny. Which I was actually happy to see because you don't see a lot of bunnies anymore. You see but a anyway, lot of rabbits, but not very many bunnies. Yeah, this was a bunny for sure. So it. What's the difference? I think a bunny is a They're baby the same rabbit. Same fucking thing, man. No, <laughs> same thing. Right? Yeah. There's no like bunny. No, a bunny, bunny is, is a baby rabbit. But a bunny's not an animal. It's a rabbit. No, it's a baby rabbit. Also, I haven't seen a rabbit eat a carrot. Have you? 
No, that's an unfortunate stereotype. A lot of people's um, like pets. That you, you know, come to think of it, I've never seen Alex eat a carrot either. No, I, I used why to. That is. <laughs> Took it out of my diet. <laughs> yeah, he's on a diet strictly no I was carrot. Literally, diet. I had all night vision, so I had to calm it down. You say keto, no carrot, no carrot, <laughs> no carrot diet. Um, okay, tell the story. Tell us. Okay, so this bunny darts out of the bush pretty quickly, and to Alex's surprise, it didn't go up in the air. It was running like a normal animal. And Alex just let out this scream, this yelp. Like, he, he was in ah. desperation for help. And uh, it, it was really funny to watch. Like, I also flinched, but I mostly flinched because of Alex. And then I realized that he was freaking out because of a bunny rabbit that was near him. Justice. Just You named it? No, ah. I deserve justice. Justice. <laughs> justice. The bunny, bunny man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Also, why do people keep bunnies as like household pets? What's the weirdest household pet you could own? A snake. Yeah, I was gonna say a reptile. <laughs> I think it's Robin I think like a tarantula. Like, why would you want a tarantula? Yeah, I I think of all of those like exotic type like reptile and insect things, and I'm like, why why risk it? I've been watching a lot of reruns of Friends lately. In season one, Ross has a monkey. As a pet. Oh, I remember that. Marcel. Yeah. Marcel the monkey. Yes. That'd be kind of weird. Didn't he then become like a movie star or something? Afterwards? I don't. I'm not there yet. So thanks for spoiling oh. it for me. Bro, you've, you're have you re-watching it. I've never seen it before. I said I'm watching reruns. Oh, sorry. My bad. It's all good. I've never seen Friends. That's like a... Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're doing it now. I'm not going to harp on you, but you, you should have done it earlier. Oh, okay. Thanks. It's good. What are you watching for the first time now that you should have watched a long oh. time ago that I can spoil for you? Indiana Jones. Really? Oh, because the new one's out. So good. Yeah. Honestly, I, I gotta be real, guys. I hate the old ones. You oh, hate them? You I do. suck. They like it, I like Indiana Jones as a character, but the movies are so odd and like I, I don't know. There's yeah, so like much teacher. Yeah, there's so much random bullshit that just happens. My mom would smack you. Okay, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see the Have new you one. The third one? The third one's really good. I did the enjoy the third crusade. one, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm really good. I'm on the fourth one now. I didn't even realize they released one in like 2008 with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one's a good one. It's yeah, that I'm halfway through it right now. I stopped watching it to come here. I was watching oh, it with Jess. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll head on back. Um, I think that does about wrap it up for this episode. Yeah, anyway, it's about three thoughts. Yeah, I do have to get home to watch the rest of Indiana Jones. I have to um, get home and go to bed because I work in the morning. Yeah, so do I. It's eleven thirty on a Wednesday. Jesus, man! Why we do gotta... we do this to ourselves? I don't know. This is like the worst hobby ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sit in a chair for hours on a weeknight. Yeah, and stay up way later than we should. I mean, it, these are all conversations we would have had at some point in the week anyway. All of them. No, maybe maybe yeah. not not yeah. all of them, but a lot of them. And I think yeah. our our listeners or the few that are left yeah. probably enjoy your mother. That. Yeah, my mom. Thanks, mom, for listening. Um, every time we talk about her, she brings it up after she'll I'm listen sure to it. She and be does. like, "Oh, you talked about me." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, mom." <laughs> it's special. A celebrity talked about you. <laughs> we gotta bring her on one time. We should. No. Uh, yeah, when we do the uh, the Christmas episode, we'll bring her on. We did the dads last year. Yeah. We did the moms. If there's ever like something that ha she's a huge hockey fan, so if there's yeah. but like more from like the '90s would have been like her big era where she followed it a lot. So if oh, anything yeah. happens with one of those guys, if they're back in the news, I'd, I'd have her on for, for a, sure. Inside. For a family that had nobody play hockey, you guys are yeah. such big hockey. It's yeah, no, so weird. Yeah, that you never my grandpa either. never played. 
none of my, uh, my oh, my dad played. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's mostly my mom's side yeah, that's like, like yeah. the yeah. hockey fans and no one there played yeah. ever. It's so weird. Well, you're about to change that in two months. Uh, yeah, we'll see. The Boozers, their <laughs> home opener. <laughs> it's like September 5th. Yeah, and you won't be there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. right. I think I'm on the cruise for the first one. Oh, are we not here for the first game? Yeah, no. I think so. And then Tyler's I'm, out of town too. Yeah, I'll be. At the, I'll He's be gonna be just Jake, there. and then he's <laughs> yeah. the one guy who's. I'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, if you're looking to reach us for any serious inquiries, you can always find us on our email at vancouverboyspodcast at gmail Alternatively, you can find us on social media across all platforms, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube, and Google Plus. Wait, what is Google Plus? <laughs> it was a uh, like social media platform in like the early 2010s that just never took off. Do we have it? We could. Okay. We're not going to, so don't <laughs> go there. But go to all those other places and look us up at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And on Twitter, you can always find Tyler, who is very active at running the account, at <laughs> Vancouver Boys underscore. Threads. And Threads, you can find me. We're not on there yet, actually. But you can find Canucks videos at Canucks videos underscore. <laughs> so check him out there. Same with Instagram. Find him on TikTok. He's very good. Yeah. Listen to him. He's very handsome. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Uh, but uh, from all of us here Get at Vancouver Boys Studios, shut up. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. See you in the next one. Do, 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 do. do. <laughs>